0: We are live! Good morning, everyone. Welcome. Daily Devo with Vincent (laughs) Moe. Go ahead, sorry, I keep cutting you off. Cut you off like four times. Go ahead.
1: Are you sure? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) Great to have you with us on this uh, rainy Tuesday, May the 19th. We're gonna be in chapter 19 of Proverbs. We've got a question for you. We'd like to lead off with a question that you can respond to. It lets us know that you're watching today. And, um, so the question is, if you are a superhero type of person, have a fan, a favorite superhero, who is your favorite superhero? Just let us know. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I, it was Superman for me, hmm. Vince. And, yeah. um, cause I think he was about the only superhero. I, did, you know, I wasn't so much into comic books, but so on television, we just got the television show of Superman. Yeah. And uh, I did the thing that, you know, you heard stories about kids jumping off buildings and what have you. Yeah. Well, I was one of those kids. I I, really? I, I found a way to get up on the roof by going up through the garage and it had a door that opened out onto a like a, an awning. Yeah. And from the awning, I could climb up on the roof. Oh, my goodness. Strapped a a a towel or a small blanket around my neck. I knew I couldn't fly. Yeah, I just wanted to pretend. Yeah. And so maybe it was like about an eight foot drop from the awning. I didn't jump from the from the roof, but I jumped from the awning. Eight feet. It's about eight feet. And I was about seven years old. Oh, I survived. Did you get hurt? (laughs) No, no, no. no. Wow, that's impressive. Oh, yeah. Superman. That was, was, yeah, Man of Steel right here. I like it. (laughs) How about you? Who's your favorite?
0: Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, we're talking now about wh- what is your favorite superhero, if you're a superhero fan, and why? And let me say hi to a couple people, and then I'll answer. Um, what's up, Ed? Um, hi, Diana. we haven't seen you in a while. Great to see you tuning in here. Um, hey, Dara, hey, Edna, hey, Tammy. Zippy, also haven't seen you on. I'm not sure if I've ever noticed you in a devos. It'd be great to see you. Um, me and Zippy see each other at the gym sometimes Okay. when we're not yeah. in, uh, I know corona. Zippy. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let's see. Ed said old school captain America mm-hmm. for his favorite superhero. Um, D- Dara said wonder woman.
1: Well, naturally, naturally. <laughs>
0: I think I've seen a picture of her with the wonder woman shirt. Um, Bill says, good morning. What's up? Liz. Hi, Teresa, Caleb Walker in the house. What's up, man. Hey Caleb. What is your favorite superhero? Uh, Tammy said, Bo, when you were little, Superman was the only superhero out there. <laughs> yeah, I think, so, wow. I think so, right. I predated wow. all the other superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, Tammy throwing some shade <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah. But that's all good. Bill <laughs> said Superman as well. Mine probably is Batman. Okay. Mostly from the Christian Bale movies. Uh huh. I just think that character is so cool. Okay. I wanna think i'm dark and brooding which i'm not at all which i'm not at all but i like idealize that you yeah. know that kind of person so um yeah probably
1: batman yeah for me that's funny I, I remember batman when it when it came when it came on as a television serial it came on twice a week
0: uh, when i was
1: when i was a kid like 11 and 12. was
0: that with like the pow yeah that was yeah. all
1: that yeah and it's like if you were out playing and, and you realized that it was time you'd like Batman's on, you know, and you run and watch it. Yeah. And now we look at it, and it's was like, it was so, so corny, cheesy. Was so yes. cheesy. And you kind of knew it was cheesy then, but yes. now it's like, how did this ever exist as a show?
0: Yes, but yes, yes. Uh, let's see some more responses. Edna said, my husband and my sister now. Oh, well, maybe they're both on. She's saying, um. Oh, they love Superman. Yep. Mm -hmm. Tammy said, sorry about her making (laughs) fun of you. Don't worry about it, Tammy. That was totally fine. That was a good joke. Yeah. That was a good joke.
1: No offense taken.
0: No offense taken. Uh, Phyllis said, The Flash. Dara said, Batman is a covert good guy. Yeah, there you go. All right. So, uh, should we jump in? Sure. All right. So, as many of you know, we're going through the book of Proverbs in our daily devos. Many of you are watching on Facebook. Some of you are listening to this on our Bridge podcast. Um, If you're listening on the podcast, you're going to hear us interacting with people on Facebook, and we just want to encourage you to jump on Facebook sometimes so you can interact with us as well. But um, yeah, so we're going through the book of Proverbs through the month of May. We're reading one chapter each day. Whatever day of the month it is, is the chapter that we're reading. So it's May 19th, and today we are reading chapter 19. We're just going to focus on one verse from this chapter that is a challenging one. For many of us, I think this verse is sometimes especially challenging for Christians. I think it's sometimes especially challenging for people with big hearts, like we all aspire to be, like God wants us all to be. Here is the particular proverb we're going to talk about today. Proverbs 19.19 says, A hot-tempered person must pay the penalty, rescue them, and you will have to do it again. (laughs) Wow. This is a challenging proverb. A hot-tempered person must pay the penalty. Rescue them, and you will have to do it again. This almost sounds unchristian. We believe in a God who forgives, and gives grace, and accepts, and welcomes us in the midst of whatever our sin or struggle is. And this verse almost sounds like it's saying, mm-hmm. don't give grace, Yeah. which is um, challenging. So we want to say just right away that God is a God of grace. And as Christians, we're meant to be people of grace. But what this verse is talking about specifically is an angry, hot-tempered person whose anger and hot temper gets them into trouble in various ways and the people around that person who love them may be tempted to always bail them out of whatever situation they have gotten themselves into. And this proverb is actually saying, don't do that, don't do that. Now why should we not do it? Because the proverb, according to the proverb, says if you bail somebody out, if you prevent them from experiencing the natural consequences of their anger you will find yourself in a pattern where you have to keep doing that again and again and again and again the kind of modern-day phrase that we use in our culture to talk about this biblical principle is something called enabling enabling is when out of a desire to help somebody you love You prevent them from experiencing the natural consequences of their actions, and you end up hurting the person that you are trying to help. I'll give an example. Um, This isn't about me, although I'm sure I've experienced this many times throughout my life, but um, I had a friend who struggled with alcohol, alcohol addiction, alcoholism, and he would repeatedly miss work, miss work, miss work because of that addiction, and the company that he worked for was a christian company and um i remember that one time it wasn't a church it was a christian company this was not around here in case any of you are going i wonder where this was <laughs> no, no 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 this wasn't around here the um eventually the ceo called him in to his office and said what's been going on you've been missing work all the time and uh, my friend fessed up I'm struggling with an alcohol addiction. I'm addicted, I'm drinking all the time. And the CEO, Christian Guy, said, we wanna show you grace, we wanna give you another chance, we're not gonna fire you, even though we normally would for this kind of, you know, not showing up to work. So we gave him another chance, and over the next few weeks, it got a little better for a little bit, and then happened again. The alcohol got worse and he stopped showing up, and then I think they gave him another chance. I think they gave him two or three more chances. And then they finally fired him. Do you know what happened when they finally fired him? Mm. He started getting help. Mm. He started taking it seriously. The natural consequence of losing his job was what this guy needed to start taking steps, more serious steps to get better. Now, that's how you apply this principle is a gray area i'm not saying that the most harsh consequence for someone's actions is always the right response Mm -hmm. there is time to show grace there's time Mm -hmm. to give second chances obviously but sometimes going back to our intro question we want to be the superhero Mm -hmm. we want to be the superman we want to be the batman we want to sail in again and again and again and again to help bail somebody out of whatever mess they've gotten themselves into and we think we're helping but in reality sometimes we're hurting and we're not hurting ourselves. we're hurting the person that we love and care about so much we think we're doing what's best for them but in reality we're actually doing what's best for us Hmm. It makes us feel good to be the hero. It makes us feel in control to be the hero. It makes us feel like we're protecting the person when in reality sometimes we're actually hurting the person and we're preventing them from growth. This is a tough thing to live out, especially with a child going through an addiction, or a child going through any kind of behavioral problem that's causing them to get themselves into bad situation after bad situation. It's tough with a spouse, it's tough with a friend, it's tough with an employee or a coworker, but the reality is, um, you know, what this proverb is teaching us is that if we rescue someone in that superhero mode, prevent them from experiencing the natural consequences of our actions, many times we're hurting them more than we're helping them, so this is a this is a an encouragement to everybody to say, who am I being a superhero for, right now? That may be actually to help them. I need to stop being that superhero. Though any thoughts you'd add, or
1: I'm I'm, t- t- I'm too much under conviction. I can't say <laughs> it. <anything. laughs> I'm a pastor, you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Pastors stereotypically are the worst. Oh advanced, my God! Right? You know, so you know. I, want, I am moved by people's suffering, yeah. which, you know, not a bad thing, right. but it can be misused, misapplied. Yeah. And it is sometimes the better thing to just say, you have to let people live with the consequences of their choices and their actions and feel it. Because, yeah. you know, without that, the motivation to change you know, just right. doesn't doesn't always arise, and um, it yeah. is a hard thing. I have compassion for people who are suffering, and I have compassion for people who are enablers. <laughs> right, right, right. I have right. compassion
0: for them too. You feel so bad for yeah. the mom yeah. with the addicted that son is so living hard. in the basement, not getting help. You want to help the yeah. son, but you also want to help the mom, and you know it's not good for the mom either. Yeah, that's I, not a real story either. I mean, I'm sure you've experienced that. Kind of thing many times, but yes, that's not meant to call anybody so, out so, that I know
1: of. at least. Right, and yeah, there's so many situations you feel like if I don't help them, nobody will. If I don't help them, you know, the, they might die or they, you yeah, know, whatever. Right, it's, it can right. be very, very the consequences, you know, is, are about as extreme as you can imagine in certain situations. Yes. and 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 when you're, when you're talking about somebody that you love deeply. So hard, so oh, hard. So you know, hard. I I guess I have one. Boy, you know, here's some. Can I share just go a ahead, short? Yeah. You know, we go right uh, ahead. Yeah. You know, this in my own family, you know, we've we've experienced this. Every they family might be has. It's right. <laughs> right, and I want to be careful. But it, it, it involved. My mom has has the. You know, she had the biggest heart of anybody I ever knew. Mm. And her heart for her kids was just, you know, her love was endless and unconditional you know which is a wonderful thing to have growing up is to know that you're loved unconditionally but when when sometimes some of her children would, would experience things she was you know to her natural inclination was to swoop in there and help and mm-hmm. but she did finally reach a point where it, it, it's like it's like the picture of what she experienced is when you jump in to save a drowning person and they grab mm-hmm. onto you and they're pulling you down too. Right. That was That's what she experienced. Mm-hmm. And so she had to realize, I need help for myself now. Yeah. And when she saw her own problem and need that was related to re- trying to help somebody else's problem and need, she went and got help for herself. Wow. She became in a better place and in fact, because of that, did provide better, true, help. better help. Wow! So wow. I seen it lived out, and, and I I saw her get to a point where it was like, and she I didn't know it at the time that how how, you know, bad off she was from this, but I you know she told me afterwards, and it was like wow, she had almost lost herself. In trying to help someone else. Wow. So what you're talking about, Vince, is very relevant. Yeah. Very hard to figure out at times when to help, when not to help. Yes, the best way. It's to apply not it. clear cut. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, 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 sometimes I've heard preachers on the radio talking about not helping people, and and their tone is so harsh and so uncaring. To me, it sounds like I, th- I, it, it's, it's like. I can't do that what you what yes. you're saying I can't do yeah. at least not in the way that yeah. you're saying it yeah. there yeah. is a place for compassion and mercy Absolutely. obviously Absolutely. Jesus said forgive 70 times 7 right. so how do you work that into this right. issue yes but there's there's forgiveness and there's also that's not necessarily the same thing as enabling right you know you can forgive an offense but that doesn't mean you have to support them in their right behavior
0: yes and maybe a helpful differentiator for people is enabling is when it's not when you bring your own consequences it's when you protect the person from natural consequences of their actions yeah right so this yeah isn't it's not what, up
1: to you to bring the hammer down on no them.
0: this is not about you bringing yeah. the hammer at all it's whether or not mm-hmm. when they're experiencing natural consequences for their actions that yeah. have nothing to do with you right do you fix it for right. them or do you let them experience right. so you can forgive and yeah. love and show mercy in the relationship yeah. but that doesn't mean you pay their rent you know or you pay their a bills s- a small right? example yeah. you know that's
1: yeah. r- easy for people to get a hold of in a very simple yeah. and yeah. you know you know m- if my daughter you know sometimes she she's on occasion she's gotten a speeding ticket Right. Okay. Yes. Well, you know, at different times in her life I know that money was really tight for her. Yes. I had to resist with everything in me not to pay for that pay that ticket. Yes. Exactly. And what would that do? It would just cause her to just be a little bit more careless the next time and get another one. Exactly. And another one, you know? Exactly. And so you know, I've helped her in a lot of ways, but I don't I don't pay her speeding tickets. (laughs) Right.
0: That's that is a word to the wise. (laughs) whatever it looks like, whatever the equivalent is, when you're like, I want to pay that ticket, yeah. don't pay the ticket, Yeah, don't pay the rent, don't give them a free place to stay if they're not getting help. You know, let them experience the natural consequence. Yeah,
1: that's a good word. Very good, well done. Thank you. You too. Yeah, this was great. This mm-hmm. was
0: great. I hope this was helpful to you. Um, tag an enabler in the comments. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. You need do, to hear this. <laughs> right. Don't do that. Don't do that. But honestly, if there's somebody that might benefit from hearing this, feel free to send it to them in a message or refer them here. It's tough, but it's oftentimes the best way to actually help the person who's in need. We love you so much. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Bye-bye.